This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Red or Dead, a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about the world of mysteries and thrillers. This is episode 132, and we are recording on Sunday, July 24th. I'm Katie McLean Horner, along with Nezra Javed, and we are coming to you from Book Riot. Hi, Nezra. How are you doing today? I am okay. It's been a nice Sunday morning. My husband just came back from this week-long trip to Australia. Wow. So he's jet-lagged and sleeping. And I am just tired because I have a three-year-old. So I am not jet-lagged or sleeping right now. So, <laughs> But wish you were sleeping, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, But it's all looking good. How are you? How has your week been? Uh, well, it has been very busy because at work, I've known about this for a while, but this week it was made official. Our library director is leaving for a new job and I have been named the interim library director in his Ah, wake. So amazing. Yeah, I am completely like, I'm still a little shocked that this that this has fallen in my lap. Um, If you had asked me two months ago, if I thought I would be in a position to be the director of any library. I would have been like, are you out of your mind? But yeah, so this opportunity fell in my lap and they're still going to be doing a, a search for a permanent director. And so there's there's still other stuff to that. Uh, if I want to apply for the permanent position, there are still things that would need to be done and whatnot. But for the in the in the interim, I am going to be I am going to be the person in charge and also doing my current managing my current department as well. So it's it's going to be a lot. But I am I am excited and I have really excellent coworkers and we're looking at ways to best spread out the work to make sure that I'm not that I'm not you know, they're not just dropping a metric ton of stuff on me and then going, well, have fun. So, yeah, it'll it'll definitely be it'll be a huge change, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yes. Congratulations. You're going to be amazing at it. And I'm sure whatever comes your way, you're going to rock it. Yes. All the best wishes for you. You got this. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That is such a great note to start this episode on. I mean, you know, happy note. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, What have you been reading? Not much, um, as you can imagine. Um, I've been busy at work, and then I come home, and then I'm like, what? But I am continuing to listen to Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil before my upcoming road trip that my husband and I are taking in a couple of weeks, which actually is a really good point for me to pause and let everyone know that for our next episode that will be airing after this one, we are going to be having a book rioter. Kendra Winchester on as our guest host while I am on vacation. And if you have not read any of Kendra's 
Book Riot articles. She is really big in, uh, she's really big into audiobooks. That's a big focus as well as Disability Lit. And she's, she's just written some really awesome stuff. So we're, I'm very excited for, for her to, to hop on to Red or Dead for the, the time period that I'm going to be gone. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm really loving the audio version of Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. And since it was published, Oh, well over 30 years ago at this point. It, there are certain there are certain parts of the book that have that have not there are certain attitudes that have not aged as well as others. In particular, I'm I'm talking about the some of the author's reactions to the character of Lady Chablis who is a a black transgender drag queen in Savannah. And if for anyone who's read the book, she is the most memorable person from this story. And again, this is nonfiction. So she is 100, she was 100% an, you know, a real person. And I think he does a good job of conveying her, her voice and whatnot without it become, without it sounding like a caricature, but some of his, uh, less, progressive opinions about transgender people sometimes come come through. It's not it's not so horrible that I have to be like, yeah, I cannot listen to this. But like I said, some parts have an age as well as others, but it's still a very engaging true crime slash character study of a very memorable place. And I am really looking and looking forward to continue listening to it as we uh, as we inch closer, and hopefully I will be able to finish it before we actually arrive in Savannah. So <laughs> what about you? Have you, uh, have you picked up anything new since the last time we spoke? I have not. I <laughs> have. <laughs> I have been watching Miss Marvel on Disney, and I do not have much to contribute in terms of what I'm currently reading. I will have hopefully more to report. <laughs> but Miss Marvel is excellent if someone's looking for a wonderful show to watch that is not too gruesome or dark. Or do over, you know, it's perfect. It's perfect, perfect. But yes, with that, let's jump into our first sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So if you are a new listener, welcome. We are so delighted to have you. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. We are so excited that you continue to listen to us every two weeks as we talk about mysteries and suspense and all things scary and suspenseful. So 
Yeah, so this is the point of the episode where we always put out a call to our listeners to let us know if you have any suggestions for upcoming episodes. Believe me when I say that we truly do use these ideas to plan out future episodes. They're really helpful when we don't have any brilliant ideas. And they also help us expand our own reading horizons. They let us know what you, the listeners, would like to hear more of. It's just a win-win situation all around. So whether you're looking looking for suggestions for a subgenre that we haven't talked about recently, or you want us to talk about some big news item that's happened recently that, that a lot of people are talking about, or movie adaptations, or author read-alikes, or whatever the case may be. If it's mysterious and suspenseful, it falls under that umbrella. So if you have any ideas or recommendations, you can shoot us an email or reach out to us via social media. We will have all of our contact information at the end of the show and in the show notes. So we just put out the call ahead of time just to get those creative juices flowing while you're listening to us. And even if you don't have an idea and you just want to say hi, that is also awesome. We love hearing from, from our listeners just in general. So feel feel free to just send us a note even if you don't have an episode suggestion. And if you enjoy the podcast, definitely leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts so that other people can find us. And with that... I'm going to jump in really quickly to our one news item, which before we started recording, I'm like, mm, this is, I'm like, this is kind of outside mystery and suspense. But as Nezra pointed out, this is, this falls under the dead of red or dead. Um, and so this is, this is horror related news, but uh, I think will still be of interest to a good number of our listeners. So if you are a fan of horror literature, you are probably familiar with the author Paul Tremblay, who has written some of the most intense, like, emotionally shattering horror novels of the 21st century. And one of his biggest books, Cabin at the End of the World, is being adapted for film by M. Night Shyamalan, which is... That, I mean, that's a huge name to have attached to any adaptation. The film is going to be called Knock at the Cabin. So it's a different title, but it's very much based off of the plot of Paul Tremblay's novel. There was a lot of speculation about this when the movie was still in production. And it was unofficially confirmed if you hopped onto the IMDb page for the movie, it said like writer or a writing credit, it said Paul Tremblay and everyone's like, well, that's got to be that book. So so the news is finally out uh, for, for real now. It's going to be starring Jonathan Groff and Rupert Grint. And yeah, it's very much a take on the kind of home invasion type of horror story, but with the Paul Tremblay twist. And I will say with M. Night Shyamalan, he, I mean, he's done so many movies and his movies can, his movies can be hit or miss. When they, when they hit, they're really, really good. When they miss, they, a lot of times they're really, really not very good. <laughs> I'm just saying that my personal opinion. So I am very much hoping that this is a very solid hit for M. Night Shyamalan because I just love Paul Tremblay's writing and... Yeah, I just I just hope this ends up being a really good adaptation. So we've got a link to the announcement, and there's also an interview with Paul Tremblay that's really interesting. So we'll have that in the show notes. But yeah, if you're if you're a horror fan or if you're a mystery and suspense fan who doesn't mind 
taking, you know, dipping your toes in, into those horror waters a little bit, put this one on your radar. Um, so once we have a release date for that, we'll be able to announce more info. Yes, I uh, I have not read his Cabin at the End of the Woods, but I feel like it is a fitting title for this episode, which all of you will find out why. <laughs> but I, I've heard of his book, A Head Full of Ghosts, which is... Oh. So good. Oh, you've read it? Okay, because oh, yeah. I have so many friends who have read that and they're like, clear your schedule before you get into that book. Mm-hmm. And and be emotionally prepared. Like both yes. my husband and I read it. And by the end of it, like he came out of the, the office after he read it looking kind of dazed. He's like, what just happened? I'm like, I know, <sighs> I told you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I need to read it ASAP. So yes. So I am super, and, and I love all of M. Night Jim and all. Like I, like, like I know he has some hits or misses, but I love all of them. All of them. <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, but yes. So super excited for this one. But with that, let's jump into our discussion of the show. So our discussion for today is basically vacation reads. It doesn't have to be we've like, you know, we think beach reads, but the beach is with you everywhere. So it's vacation reads. And what we, me and Katie, Katie and I decided to do was one read you should take on your vacation with you and one that you should probably skip you know, reading on your vacation. And I love it because there's so many books out there that you read and you're like, well, I'm never going, but I'm never doing that again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've got it. We've got you covered. We've got you covered. So you don't accidentally, you know, pick up a book of your prime destination location and read something very dark and disturbing about it. So, <laughs> but also we've got nice reads that you can take and lose yourself in. So you know, you'll you'll be covered either way. So with that, Katie, how about you start us off with what did you pick first? Is it a read we should or shouldn't take on our vacation? <laughs> and, you know, away we go. Yeah. So my first pick is one that uh, you should bring on the vacation. Now, that's not to say it's not you know, dark and intense, but mysteries and thrillers really make for excellent beach reads because when I think beach read, if you'll allow me to go off on a quick tangent here, like when I think beach read or vacation read, I'm thinking something that is immediately immersive. You don't have to think too much about it. You want to keep reading it. It's like just the perfect book to spend a few hours, you know, laying out on the porch or, you know, laying out in the sun or, you know, sitting at a cafe or whatever the case may be. You want a few hours where you can sit and enjoy and just be immersed in this story and you don't want to, you can't put it down. Like that to me is the definition of what, you know, what an ideal vacation or beach read book is. And for that, my pick is The Chain by Adrian McKinty. And this book came out a couple of years ago. It's funny because Adrian McKinty came out with a book this year called The Island. And my under I have not read that book. My understanding of that book is that you would not want to bring that on vacation because it's about a family that's on vacation at this gorgeous island and then they are being chased by a very sinister and deadly person or group of people or something like that. So check your Adrian McKinty books carefully before picking one for vacation. But the reason why I picked this book is because I feel like it fits 
it fits those parameters of what's going to make for a good beach read or vacation read. The concept of the chain is immediate and intense, and it's slightly ridiculous, but you just kind of go with it. So the the story starts off with Rachel dropping off her daughter, Kylie, for at the bus stop for school. Kylie is like 13 years old. And while Kylie's at the bus stop, she is approached by a masked man with a gun who forces her into a van. There's a, there's a woman in there and a man and the man, and they tell her, you're going to be okay as long as your mom follows our instructions exactly to the letter. She has to pay a ransom and then find someone and then find someone else's child to abduct. And the people who have kidnapped Kylie are parents themselves. This has been this has been forced upon them, and the only way for them to see their children is for them to kidnap someone else's child and keep the chain going. You see where the title comes into play. And, you know, if someone doesn't do what they are told, their child will be killed, and then they have to then the person before them has to find someone else to continue this chain. The, it's very obvious from the beginning, you know, this type of thing does not just appear out of thin air. There is a very, there's a very sinister overarching control of this. You know, there is someone or multiple someones behind, behind the scenes orchestrating this. And this book, I mean, if you want a book that captures you within the first five pages, I mean, the, it, this is it. The, like, everything about this book is just kind of, it's intense, bleak, straightforward. Even the cover of the book, it is black, white, and red. Like, it just grabs your attention. And the, each chapter is broken down by minutes. Like, it'll be, it'll say, like, Thursday, 8.53 a.m. And then the next chapter will be Thursday, 9, 10 a.m. Like, the, you are getting, like, real-time action. And you're seeing what each people, you know, what each person involved with this is doing at that time. So it is immediate. It grabs you by the throat. I challenge anyone to try and put this down. And the cover is, like I said, the cover is so, like, attention-grabbing. Be prepared for other people to walk by and go like, oh, what are you reading there? That looks really interesting. So, yeah, not not exactly light subject matter. I know that uh, harm to children is very much a trigger for um, for a lot of readers. So, I mean, this book makes that pretty clear up front that they're, that children in peril is like the literal theme of the book. But, like I said, if you're looking for something just immediate, grab you by the throat and won't let go till you finish, this is the one to pick up. So again, that is The Chain by Adrian McKinty. All right. So my first book is a book that you should not take to vacation with you. And it's uh, Pretty Things by Janelle Brown. And I've spoken about this book a lot, which is why I'll add a bonus pick in here. But I definitely want to talk about this book in more detail because it's it's a character-driven book, which, you know, you do not think is going to grab you. But it does because the characters right off the bat that Brown introduces are so they're so well rounded. They're not, you know, they're not caricatures of any sort of like, any sort of like character you see. They have so much dimension, and it basically introduces us to Nina, who is, you know, 
she is basically had this idea of what her life in LA would, you know, would be like, but it is not that. And she is, she gets by, by, you know, by being a con artist, she's learned from the best. And, you know, it's like, she's, she's doing what she knows from her mother. And it's very, not detailed, but it's very well done how we get into her mind and see her pulling off this feat, right? Like it starts with a scene like that. And then we have Vanessa, who is, you know, who is an heiress. She is an influencer traveling the globe and she's like living the life of, you know, supreme luxury. And and Nina also has this on and off, very toxic boyfriend, Lachlan, who, you know, who also helps her in her con jobs. And both of, like, all three of their paths cross when they end up going to this vacation spot in, in like, on the shores of Lake Tahoe. And over there, that's where um, Nina decides to pull her biggest con yet. And you sort of never know till the end who it involves, what's going on, who is like who is being conned and who is the conner? Is that a word? Um, who is the con artist, basically. But another reason why this book is so one you should not take to your vacation, specifically to Lake Tahoe, is because the prologue starts with, you know, if you submerge, I think it's called, if you submerge a body in Lake Tahoe, you, people would not find it for days or something like that. And like immediately it paints a picture so much so that I read this before going to Lake Tahoe, like a while before. And when we went to Lake Tahoe, all I could think of was how many bodies are <laughs> at the sh- like at the bottom of Lake Tahoe. That's all I could think about. And so like I would just I literally caught myself like just wandering into the water. I wasn't thinking about life or my purpose. All I was thinking about was how many bodies are in there. So no, so if you're going to a lake. This is not your companion. Like, no matter how much you're tempted to, <laughs> do not take this with you on vacation. I'm just kidding. You, you can take this on vacation if that's your jam. Um, but I would not recommend. But it's very, like, the look gal, I feel like the look gal in itself. And and also because, you know, Nina sort of exposes what happens in these touristy towns. Like, you know, it's like a whole economy. So she's, like, very clearly bursting all your bubbles. So, again maybe skip this one for a vacation and come back and read it. But yeah, that's Pretty Things by Janelle Brown. And then the second bonus book that I'm going to add super quickly is One by One by Ruth Ware. Um, It's, if, yeah, it's another book that you should not take on your vacation. It's about this office com- offsite company retreat that, you know, they go into the mountains to have like a nice ski trip, have nice team building activities. And it ends up that the, an avalanche hits and they end up losing power. And it seems like the team building activity they'll have to get through is survival. Like who's going to survive because people start dropping dead one by one. That's the title. So if you're planning a snowy vacation in the coming new year, now is the time to read it so that you have six months to get over it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, another one, maybe skip while on vacation or, you know, if you're like in a beach somewhere and you're like, thank goodness that it's not cold. If you're one of those people who like summer, then one by one is perfect for you to even find more reasons to like summer. So, yeah. <laughs> so one by one by Ruth Ware. Oh, my gosh. When you were mentioning specifically with Lake Tahoe, that reminded me that um, even without even thinking about this episode's topic. So 
I'm listening to Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil in preparation for part of our vacation. And there was another book that just came out like literally last week. It's a literary Southern thriller called The Kingdoms of Savannah by George Dawes Green. And from what I read about it, this book, the people are like, this book looks at all of the ugliness that's under that's underneath all of the beauty in Savannah and really makes you like look at it. And so for that reason, I'm like, mm, I'm gonna wait to read this until we come back. Just because I'm like, look, I want to experience Savannah and I know that it is a long, you know, it, it is a city with a long tumultuous history. I am aware of that, but I'm like, mm, I want to enjoy it. <laughs> I want yes. to enjoy it as much as I can. Then I'll come back and read about the ugly bits. And then if we go back again, I can be like, okay, you know, let's let's look here. But yeah, that one, I'm like, okay, I'm putting this one off until we until we return. <laughs> Agreed. That that's what I was talking about with the the cabin at the end of the woods as well, because you know it's basically about. I think it's about how they hear a knock or something. And no, thanks. Not not <laughs> while I'm trying to vacation in a cabin. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible book to read if you happen to have like a summer cabin somewhere. Yes. Or that's where you, yeah. Yes. All right. So with that, before I jump into my second pick, let's hear from our second sponsor. Okay. So my second pick continues the theme of books not to bring on vacation. And this book, it does not come out until September 20th, but when I read about it and I saw the cover, like everyone needs to stop what they're doing immediately and go take a look at this cover because it's so creepy. And I saw it and I went, I have to talk about this book. So this is called The Getaway by Lamar Giles. It is a young adult dystopian thriller. And it does not take place at a real place that you can visit. The The vacation spot is called Karloff Con Country, which is a resort. And Jay, the main character, um, his friends and his family, uh, they're all spending time at the resort. He has an after-school job at the property's main theme park. And he understands that this place is very much an escape from the outside world. Thing Things are not so great on the outside world, but when people come to Karloff Country, it's to get away from all of that. Um, but then things on, in the outside world start to get worse, and then trouble starts finding its way in. Jay notices that one of his friends and her family suddenly disappear in you know one night and no one wants to talk about it and then new families start arriving these really rich powerful families start arriving at Karloff country and they aren't leaving and unknown to everyone who works there the resort has changed from a vacation spot to more like a an end of the world getaway and there are some changes that are being made to this place in order to facilitate that that jay is starting to understand and start to realize that hey this is these are not this is not great <laughs> for as an understatement but of course jay has himself 
his friends, his family, and they, of course, are not going to take this sitting down. And so they tried to get to the heart of what is actually happening and what sorts of sinister deeds are occurring. This, like I said, this book comes out, I believe, on September 20th is what I read. Yes, September 20th. And yeah, this... And so this book, I would say, applies, don't bring this on vacation for anywhere, really. I mean, it's it seems to be focused primarily, like, on, you know, resort, theme park type of areas. But, I mean, you know, imagine, like, one of, one of the big themes that I feel like you get from these types of, like, anti-vacation thrillers is you are away from home. You're in a place that you think is supposed to be your, you know, is supposed to be your getaway, your little sanctuary as you try to reset from all of the stresses of real life. And then it suddenly is not that and you're trapped or you, you know, stuff is happening to your loved ones and you don't know what's going on. Like, that's like, I mean, I'm I'm saying this kind of kind of facetiously, but I mean, haven't we all, like, as we start to get ready for vacation, haven't we all just been like, oh, gosh, I hope this doesn't happen. I hope this doesn't happen. You know, I hope no one gets sick. I hope the weather, you know, you hope nothing ruins your vacation. And these types of books kind of like, hey, what if your vacation was ruined, but in the worst possible way? So, yeah, so this book, it's going to come out after the summer has ended. But, you know, whether you're doing a fall trip or if you're starting to look ahead to next summer, perhaps, uh, this book may have you uh, second-guessing that. So that is called The Getaway by Lamar Giles, and it's out on September 20th. And a vacation thriller. We've created a whole new genre right here. Like, Woo-hoo. historic moment. Uh, ruining vacations in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Red or dead, we ruin vacations. <laughs> My next pick, however, is one that you can take on vacation with you for a very strange, convoluted reason. I don't like I I'll get there. But it's the sentence by Louise Erdrich. And this is a book that I'm actually reading right now. And the reason I did not mention it in our the beginning part of our show is also because it's this is a very light take on a mystery and a thriller. And that is exactly why I think you should take it on vacation with you. Like, it tells the story of Tuki. And it starts with a crime of passion. And our main character, Tuki, is sentenced for that crime. And then after she se- after she serves her sentence, whatever her fate is, she ends up working at a bookstore. And one of the bookstore customers dies. and But their ghost is still haunting the bookstore and they will not rest until Tuki gets her justice for how she died. So that basic, it's like, it starts with the crime, then it becomes about a crime, but it's also, you should take this on vacation for several reasons. First of all, Tuki is like the most matter of fact narrator I've ever read. Like the worst possible thing is happening to her and she's like, you know, like, yeah. So, and it's just, like, it's not belittling. It's not belittling at all. It's just very well done, which makes it, like, you know, a pleasure to get through. And then the second thing is it's short chapter. So you're, like, you know, you're, like, flying through the book. Um, and then also there's, like, very, like, not an existential crisis level sort of wanderings going on. But she's saying, like, some fantastic things that you want to hold on to. You know, like, there's this line in this book that she says, you know, books teach you everything except how to actually live. And it's like, I mean, yeah, we like to, like, you know, we like to believe that, you know, books can teach us everything, but it's also like, 
will, you know, but you still have to deal with real life after a while, you know? So it's, I mean, there's these wisdom, like smatterings of wisdom thrown in everywhere um, that make it a lot of fun. And it's like a very fulfilling read. You A very well-rounded read. You're getting like a ghost story, like a bit of literary fiction itches being scratched a mystery like so it's it's very well done i highly recommend i think this is the perfect thing that like i wish i was on vacation while reading it but alas but it's like perfect it's like a perfect thing to read while you're in vacation it, it will give it will take all your boxes of you know what you might you might be looking like you know how you get different moods while you're on a vacation you want to read crime romance complex stuff easy to read. It's all of those things. So yes, so that's it. That's The Sentence by Lewis Erdrich. All right. So I know we have not even begun to uncover even the tip of the iceberg when it comes to vacation thrillers and anti-vacation thrillers. I mean, right off the top of my head, when we were talking about this stuff, immediately I thought of like two or three recently published airplane thrillers that right there, I'm like, well, that's just going to kill any vacation mood right right there. So there are a ton of other suggestions that fit the bill. So if any of you have ideas for either great books to bring on vacation or books you absolutely want to leave at home, let us know so that we can A, know which books to pack, and also B, which books to leave at home so as not to ruin our, <laughs> ruin our limited vacation time. Oh, and with that, let's go ahead and jump into our new releases. Nezra, do you want to go ahead and kick us off since your your pick uh, is published before my pick comes out? Absolutely. So my pick is Into the Sublime by Kate A. Borman. And this comes out July 26th. So by the time you're listening, it's out and ready for you to read. Um, This is a new YA psychological thriller from the author of What We Buried, and it's about four teenage girls who descend into a dangerous underground cave system in search of a lake of local legend set to reveal your deepest fears. However, when the cops arrive, only few things are clear. Four girls entered a dangerous cave, three of them came out alive, two of them were rushed to the hospital, and one is soaked in blood and ready to talk. Amelia Desmaris' story begins believably enough. Four girls, you know, from a now defunct thrill-seeking group planned an epic adventure to find a lake that Colorado locals call the Sublime. Legend has it that the lake has the power to change things for those who risk and survive its depths. And they each have their own reasons for going. But as her account unwinds and the girls' personalities and motives are drawn, things get complicated. Is Emily spinning a tale to cover her guilt or was something inexplicable waiting for the girls down there? She is the only one with answers and she's insisting on an explanation that is more horror fantasy than reality. Maybe the truth lies somewhere in between? After all, strange things inhabit dark places and sometimes we bring the dark with us. So that's Into the Sublime by Kate A. Booman and that comes out July 26th. When will fictional protagonists learn that entering a cave system, it never works out? Caves are no bueno. No, no, I, no, you can never, no, you could not pay me to enter Mm -mm. a cave. No. Oh, you could. 
but if it has to be daylight and I have to have like 10 people with me and like, you know, no, not even that. No, pass. You're what you're like, you know what? No, now that I'm talking about it, no, not going to happen. No, no. <laughs> All right. So my pick for new releases is The Devil Takes You Home by Gabino Iglesias. And this book comes out on August 2nd. So the main character of this book is Mario, who has a young daughter with a very serious illness. He is up to his eyeballs in debt. His marriage is on the verge of collapsing. And so he reluctantly takes a job as a hitman, as one does, to try and try and find a way to make ends meet. And in the process, he surprises himself with his uh, unbeforeknown proclivity for violence. And then after tragedy destroys the life he thought he knew, Mario agrees to one final job, hijack a cartel's cash shipment before it reaches Mexico. So along with an old friend and a cartel insider named Juanica, Mario sets off on the this near-suicidal mission, which will leave him with either $200,000 or a bullet in his skull. But, of course, the path to reward or ruin is never as straight as it seems. And as the men travel through the Texas landscape across the border and back, their, their hidden motivations are laid bare alongside nightmarish encounters that defy explanation. And one thing is certain, even if Mario makes it out alive, he will not return as the same person. So this is very much a crime thriller meets supernatural thriller. If you've read any of Gabino Iglesias' novels before this one, this is his big, like, this is supposed to be his big breakout novel, but he's, ri he's written other stuff as well. His stories are dark they're gritty, they're intense. They combine real life horrors with supernatural ones. And his book, his, reading his books are an experience. I also highly recommend if anyone is on Twitter, give him a follow on Twitter. He's, he's very entertaining to, to follow there. And so this book is good for if you really liked Blacktop Wasteland, or if you like Stephen Graham Jones or Sylvia Moreno Garcia, this story just kind of brings all of these elements together in one super intense read. So again, that is The Devil Takes You Home by Gabino Iglesias, and that comes out on August 2nd. All right. And with that, that is our show. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Thank you so much to our wonderful sound editor, Jen Sink, for always making us sound great. For show notes, head over to bookride.com slash listen. For more book recommendations and bookish goodness, head over to bookride.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookride.com slash listen. Or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. If you want to send us an email with feedback or show suggestions, you can reach us at redordead at bookriot.com. Otherwise, you can find me on Twitter at Javed Nasra. That's J-A-V-E-D-N-U-S-R-A-H. And you can find me on Twitter at KT underscore library lady. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.